Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron, this is Caleb. We're just grateful just to be with you guys today. As uh, we get started, be sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, all of those places that you uh, just waste your life. Um, and and uh, man, like and comment and share and on all the fun things that, that help just to grow this platform. Um, but uh, man, just welcome to, uh, again, Let's Talk Recovery, the only real raw relational recovery nice. ministry podcast that, that I've seen. I don't know. Um, <laughs> of course, we don't listen to the other podcasts. Yeah, it's because this is the only one that matters. That's right. Because so, we're um, real raw and relational. Yeah, because we are real raw and <laughs> relational. Um, I feel like we're going to just, the more we say that, we're going to mess it up. Rah, rah, rah. We'll just start <laughs> running it all together. And I do like the fact that you point out that people waste their life on social media. Then you encourage them to do more of it by sharing I'm and just, liking. Yeah, I'm just but saying. But hey, if, it's going to benefit us. If you're going to waste your life on social media, waste it on us. At least do it productively. Yeah. that's by a, helping us. That's that's a fair, that's a fair ask. You know, I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay asking that of, of the people that that are on Facebook probably right now or, or something else. <laughs> That's right. They're scrolling right now. <laughs> He's talking about me. <laughs> but, you know, it brings us back to what, what really matters and is at the heart of this podcast, stroking our egos. Yeah. That's it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's, what it's about. It's in the fine print if you scroll down to the description on the podcast, actually. So um, yeah. it's in there somewhere buried. Um, in the show notes. Yeah. That we don't have. <laughs> Just for that, anyway. I'm putting show notes out there. That's right. Put, make sure you put in it. This is to stroke our ego. I'm going to start doing uh, transcriptions of the episode, but of something completely different. Oh, you know. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Just, I was going to say that'd be. That'd be do awful. the screw tape letters. Transcripting know. our our podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, you can actually do it like automatically now on stuff. Oh, that's good. It's pretty. It's I was pretty. Nifty. Say that should be like something we make somebody who's doing community service at the church do. Like, yeah. This is a punishment. And they go back to like, please don't make me do that anymore. I don't yeah. want to go back to that church. I'm I'm straightening up. I'm never gonna break the law ever I'll again. I'll change my life forever. That's right. Just don't make me listen to those yahoos anymore. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know what we're doing today. <laughs> so so we're talking about. Uh, making first things first. So that's a that's a fancy way of saying priorities. It is. We're you know well you know the, I gotta I gotta leave the people wanting more, and so we're, yeah. we're gonna get to, to priorities here in a second. But um, I wanted I wanted to uh, to start this episode off with this um, story because if you're you know oh, I don't know ten years old or, or older. Then, then you're going to be aware of this story that I'm going to this this example that I'm going to share because like three years ago or five years ago, I think every person on the world shared this on Facebook with the with the caption this you know and then maybe some fingers pointing down to this example and so you've probably heard this thing before but I'm going to go ahead and repeat it and, and just to preface that too or to go back and make make a point if you share things on on Facebook and put just this as the caption like I don't. I don't like you, um, <laughs> especially if I know you and I know you don't do the thing that you say this about. Yeah. So like, don't don't sit there and think you're making some emphatic point by saying this, and then you don't actually live any of that out. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it is kind of funny because when people do that, it's kind of like you know, like this. Like I've been trying to tell you people forever. Yeah, this, this I know. This, exactly. this, this is what I've been talking about. This is what I've been trying to show you through the example of my life. Yeah. And it's, it's it's not at all. Usually, it's girls that do that. <clears throat> if you're a guy that I really just <laughs> like, I, I think less of you as a man and as a person. But um, <laughs> so now I'm guaranteed to get like all these people tagging me in the in these this posts now on Facebook. I don't hope so. do that. I encourage like, it. 
because it's not some sort of deep thought you're having. It's you're sharing somebody else's thought for one. It's not yours. And two, this doesn't say anything about what you think about this thing. And then three, if you're not going to live that out or be that kind of person or do that kind of thing, especially when it comes to relationships like you just sound. You know, it'd be really fun like to troll mom. Caleb with is to share this podcast and just <laughs> Put <capture> this. this. <laughs> oh, sure it'll happen. Anyway, so uh, this, like I said, this story, uh, you know, it's been shared a, a bajillion times, but I'm going to share it anyway, um, just to make the point of what we're talking about today. So, so there's <laughs> this, you know, there's a you know college professor in front of his class and he's got the jar and he puts, you know, puts these really big rocks in the jar and he says, is, is, is the jar full? And some, you know, some of the AUs are scrolling on their phone or like, yeah, sure. And then he, you know, puts like smaller pebbles into the jar, right? And he's like, see, you know, there's still- so What more. happens to the pebbles? They go into the jar. Yeah, they like so. What? Where? I mean, the well, jar they, was full. That's right. Of rocks. Yeah, yeah. Aaron's the guy yeah. first says, "Yeah, this is full." <laughs> so they put the you know the pebbles in there, and it looks like it's filled, filled the jar. You know, all the little empty spaces in the jar up more. And then he's like, "You know, is the is the jar full?" And then more people are like, "Yeah, it's full. You can't fit anything else in there." And so then he pulls out a bag of sand. I don't know where he's hiding all this stuff. Maybe yeah. it's behind the table. I don't know. But anyway, he takes out a bag of sand, pours the sand in there, and it fills in more of the gaps. And and. Uh, you know, is the jar full? And everybody's like, yeah, sure, you can't put anything else in there. And he pulls out, like, water and pours mm-hmm. the water in there. And it's like, oh, you know, see, there's, and, and then he goes, you know, ask the class, well, what's the what's the lesson here? And then, of course, the class is like, well, you could always do more. You can always cram more stuff into your life and you can do more. He's like, no, the point is, if I hadn't put the rocks in at the beginning, the big rocks, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to get them in there now. That's the point. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about today is um well like, again while it's a good story I, it's really it is it is actually a very good illustration it was just like man it was one of those things just way overdone it's like good good father you know like <laughs> so that's a good song and then you know a thousand times later you're like i don't like it as much i just want to point out that here caleb is doing it again what the overshared like it's way um, overdone yes let me do it one more one time. more time but i mean you know it is it is a good point so we're going to be talking about that and talking about um, you know, making first things first. And what I mean by that is that you have to take the things that are most important in your life and make them make them first. And so um, one of the things I like to say is that, um, you know, people always ask about work, you know, well, how do you, how do you balance work and life, uh, your uh, work and family and balance, you know, they use work-life balance. I don't believe that work-life balance is a thing. I think there's, there's no balance, there's only priorities. And that being intentional about pri- pri- I can't speak priorities in your recovery uh, means that you're, you're reclaiming, you know, your time and your focus. And especially in the, in the world of recovery, because, um, people are so much into just kind of seat of their pants living, right? You know, it's just we react, we just we just do. You know, it's like, oh, well, this is how I feel. I'm going to do this. And this is what's happening to me now. So I'm going to do this. And there's there's no intentional living there. And so, um, you know, that's what we're going to talk about today is what what do we what should matter the most and how do we make that a priority? And so even if you don't have, you know, some sort of active struggle that you're dealing with, this is going to be something that's going to be valuable to you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when we look at this uh, in the recovery, we see it a lot. because, like I said, there's, there's no intentionality about it, and um, we watch people. Uh, for instance, I knew somebody that kind of got into the recovery, so then they decided they were going to go to the gym every single day, like twice a day. 
Um, is going to the gym a bad thing? No. But all they did was replace one addiction for another. Um, second, they can't go to the gym. Well, life's still kind of a wreck. They haven't actually worked on anything. Yeah. There's no real investment. Um, all they did is cram more crap into their life until they didn't have time to go get high and messed up anymore. Um, so then the moment that you do have time for it, um, again, without that intentionality, without that structure, um, without building something in your life um, that is a long-term investment, then uh, then what do you have? What do you have the moment you can't do that or, um, you know, something comes up? So Yeah. So obviously um, we have our own personal bias here as, as far as what we think is our, our you know, the big rocks we're going to put in our jar first. And so obviously the first thing we're going to talk about that we want to make a priority in our life is our faith. And, um, you know, as Christians, that, that should be the way we operate. And, and because that faith, our faith should shape everything else in our life. It should impact everything else in our life, right? Our, our, the way, the, the type of person we want to find as a spouse should, should be in alignment with our faith. The, the way we want to raise our family should be in alignment with our faith. The way we want to interact with culture and our occupation should be in alignment with our faith. Um, the way I raise my kids and um, the values and uh, that I want I want them to exhibit should should be in alignment with our faith. And we've said this before many times. Our politics should be shaped by our faith and not the other way around. You know, I'm not going to vote based on if there's an R or a D next to somebody's name. I'm going to vote based on the values and, and the purposes that um, best reflect my faith. Um, so... So, I mean, you should lead. You should lead in, in different directions of your life with faith. Yeah, um, crazy. Hey, I, I thought you were supposed to put the cart in front of the horse. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, it's obviously sarcasm there, um, but you know, that's the reality of, of, you know, we see it a lot in... We see it a lot in the last place you should see it, which is in the church. You have people that are, that are self-proclaimed Christians. Um, some of you may be listening right now. Um, that uh, the things of God are not a priority. Um, and if we had a conversation with you about reading your Bible, you would tell us that you don't have time. Um, if we asked you where you were at last Sunday, you would probably say you were at the, the ball field right now. It's baseball season. So, um, of course, you know, you have to go and worship at the altar at the diamond plate. And, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so that's important. And then, you know, when your kids are, you know, getting knocked up in their teens and, and rebelling hardcore against you and, and the church you're gonna wonder what what happened well you, you never made any of this a priority right. so why would they um <clears throat> and you know and it happens so much um again in the last place it should which is here and the reason i know this to be so true is you know it's here at cedar point which you know right now we average you know like 1200 people a weekend that's phenomenal you know you know what happens in easter um, that number almost doubles why are we reaching suddenly all these new people that have never been to cedar point or heard of our church no <laughs> mostly it's just people that never show up it's the two <laughs> the two first yeah the or, easter christmas goers or so many people i mean right now i think uh to be considered an average church attender, you, you just have to show up once a month. Yeah. And so, um, so we have so many people that just, well, they just don't, they're just never here. Um, they show up once a month. This is their church. Even, you know. But I watch online. Yeah, they watch online. <laughs> Later. Um, that's, um, I, don't, I don't need to go to church to be a Christian. Um, well, I don't have to go home to be married, but it sure helps. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and so then again, you, you just have, man, you, you just, 
again, it's it's just sad. Yeah. Um, and I get you're out there, you're parents, you want to give your kids the best life. I get it. My wife and I, we have six kids. Um, and it's, it's hard to manage things sometimes. And sometimes, it, I mean, it hurts your heart to tell your kids no. Like, we're not doing that because you know what we do on this day? We go to church. Yeah. It's a priority. Um, we we make sure that there's an investment here. You're not going to do things that, that distract from this because um, this particular thing does not have eternal value. Um, in fact, you're 14. It has a, a shelf life of the next couple years, you know, or whatever. Um, you're going to move on to something else. But this over here is a, it's an investment. It's a priority because it's it's eternal. It's it's the things of God. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then, so... Um... You know, that's Aaron talking about, you know, uh, people missing church for different things and, and, and that kind of thing. And, and this is what we're talking, get back to our original point here as far as putting the rocks in the jar first. There's a saying that says, I can, you know, I can know a lot about a person it, it, by looking at your, your planner or your calendar and your, uh, your checkbook, right? How we spend our time and how we spend our money. And that's what we're talking about as far as making first things first is that when you're looking at your calendar and your planner and you're, you know, okay, this is a time I have you know, in a day, in a week, in a month, for, you know, with my life, what do I put on my calendar first that says, this is the first thing that's important to me. This is what I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put this on the calendar. I'm going to, you know, this is where I'm going to put my, spend my time. And then I'm going to schedule around that. That's priorities. That's determining what's the most valuable. So when you're making these, you know, and that's that's everything in life is value judgment where we go, okay, you know, I have having a finite amount of time. I have, you know, an hour free in a day. Am I going to go am I going to go to the gym or am I going to go, you know, sit on the couch and watch, you know, Netflix and and eat bonbons. I mean, that that's a value judgment. You have that hour of time to spend with spend how you want and and making a choice between, you know, how you how you use that time is what your priority is. And so that's what we're talking about here. It's the priorities and how we spend our time. And so when we talk about our faith, where does it line up on your priority list? Are you squeezing it in? You know, you know, like Aaron's talking about, we do. We, we, we double every, you know, and it's not unique to us here at Cedar Point. Every church, you know, doubles in attendance almost on Easter. Well, that's because that's the amount of time that half these people that show up <laughs> can, can allot for God in their faith. Well, I'm a Christian, but I don't ever go to church except twice a year. Like I said, they're two yeah. first. They're, they're Easter churchgoers and Christmas two churchgoers. It's like, well, are you Christian then? Because, I mean, we're Christianity is not like, you know, it's not a nationality. You're not born into Christianity. It's, it's a life you live, you know. It's a decision you make, and that decision says, I'm going to live my life in accordance with the teachings yeah. of Christ. Well, it's not a party affiliation either. Right. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not a, you don't have a card you carry around in your wallet that says you're a Christian. Right. It's, it's a life you live. And so to be serious about your faith means that we prioritize that. Now, does that mean you don't miss, you know, church for periodic you know yes you go on a family <laughs> you know you go on a family vacation or whatever i mean you know those things happen but i mean when it's when it's a conscious decision weekly or very frequently or, you know or, or you're the uh the quote-unquote you know regular attender at one one time a month yeah well you're regularly attending something else then yeah you know three times out of the month so um so <clears throat> faith Again, that that should be the building block of our worldview and how we how we do and we interact with the world. Um, so so that should be the first thing we, we carve out in our calendar. This is how I'm going to live my life. Um, Matthew six thirty three says, seek, "Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and He will give you everything you need." So 
it doesn't say seek the kingdom of God when you have time. Yeah. Seek the kingdom of God when you're not doing something else. Well, you know, and I see people too. It's like uh, <clears throat> arguments I've heard over the years is, you know, one, well, I can't go to church. You know, I'm, I'm really, I'm really seeking this promotion at work. Um, so, you know, for, for this season, I'm just not going to be able, I can't attend. Um, I can't be present. And again, these people, again, just going to church make you a Christian? No. But the priority and the emphasis put you put on it reveals something. If you're not ever attending, you're pro- probably not ever doing anything else either. So that's why we're using that as a metric here. Um, but it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really invested in my job here. So so where are you making an investment in, again, in your faith? Um, this was another one. It was funny. Um, not funny. It's sad. Uh, this couple, they were kind of struggling. Um and so then they're like, you know what? We're we're not gonna be at church for a while because we really we're gonna we're gonna make an investment in our marriage. We need to focus on us. Yeah, you need to focus on us. I'm like, yeah. okay. So God ordained marriage. Um, you put him at the center. You're like, hey, love is love. Yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever. You're gonna you're like guaranteed to have a good marriage here. Um, and so you think in the season of struggle, the thing to do is to not attend church for one hour yeah. on a Sunday, like. Yeah. And just kind of pull back there. You're gonna pull back there to invest in right. your marriage. Lo and behold, they're divorced. But you know, right. I mean, who could have saw that coming? You mean uh, that time <laughs> off from God didn't help yeah, them yeah. stay married? Didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't help them. <laughs> you know, I'm sure Home yeah. Depot. You know, at nine o'clock on on Sunday morning was a great place to really you know carve out some some us time for them. And I get closer to God at Home Depot. Yeah, well, I get. <laughs> um, other people get closer to God when I go to Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, yeah. that's me at Walmart. Yeah. yeah I'm, Anyway, but yeah, you know, and you made a good point, you know, being going to church doesn't make you Christian, but I go to church because I am Christian, you know, and this is like you were talking about earlier. I don't, um, you know, I don't, I don't have to go home to be married. Right. But if I want to stay married, you know, but I, but that's the deal. I, I, I spend time with my wife because I'm married, you know, because I love her, because I value that relationship. I go, I do that. And so, so some of the areas, um, when we're talking about faith that uh, you need to prioritize is, number one, attending church. The Bible tells us we're not to forgo meeting together. And and that's in person. That's not online. You know, we, during COVID, we we did, you know. Well, God doesn't know that we would have the internet and Facebook Live. And so I don't need your antiquity. Um, your book of antiquity, antiquated. yeah, antiquated. Thank you. Yeah, um, you can't talk this morning. I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't uh, have said that word normally. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, I forgot where I was even going. I'm you, so off track. You said now. <laughs> we don't need, you know, our antiquated thoughts about, you yeah. Know, oh yeah, that's our right. Faith and church. Yeah. Yeah. God didn't realize we would have an online church, and so uh, that's right. I'm pretty sure Paul was actually, you know, if he if he would have known, if Paul would have known that we could meet virtually in meta, metaverse, um, yeah. then that would totally. I'm sure it'll make know. it in the next uh, the revision. New, new, yeah. um, the new revelation of Jesus Christ, yeah. or uh, the additional. You know, Book of Mormon. Well, I'm, just, yeah, I'm waiting for the the revised Bible to come out that that includes all the modern amenities. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just done. I'm yeah, done. Just I'm all right, off. I'm going to take back over here. So, <laughs> so yeah. So attending church, like I said, you know, during COVID, we obviously had to make changes because of you know the we were restricted from meeting for a little bit. Um, some of us more than others, but anyway. Um, and so we did what we could. You know, we made online, which was which was a good thing. I mean, we did what we could to, to continue continue meeting um but 
the negative side of that is people think, well, hey, I'll just keep doing this. This yeah. is nice. I don't have to get dressed to go to church, and I can sit here and, and have church on in the background while I watch sports. Uh, that's not church, okay? So if you think, if you've talked yourself into that, I'm here to tell you that's not, you're not right. Meeting together with people in person uh, is church, you know, and, and we're called to do that. And, you know, well, we're over two or three together. No, you and your friends having some brews around a fire and, you know, waxing poetic about your philosophical views on the world uh, while you're drunk is not church. You know, <laughs> well, I think we're here because the stardust and the, you know, like, no, stop it. You're, you're an idiot. I don't care if you take it seriously. You sit in your living room, like real hardcore with a couple people. No, you can wear a tie and everything in your living room. You're not, that's not church. Go to church, go to a church. If you don't like your church, find a church in, you know, and I mean like you don't like church because they're speaking heresy from the platform, not because the donuts aren't to your liking. Like go to, you know, or they don't play the right kind of music or whatever, like go to church. Um, anyway, like we could, on that forever. Uh, spiritual habits, making time for spiritual habits. Are you praying? Are you reading your Bible? Are you making time for those things? Do you have time to do that? Are uh, Do you have time for, you know, good Christian relationships? Or like, um, you know, some type of small, we, we, we do small groups here. That can be a little bit more kind of ambiguous in how you spend those, that time. But I mean, do you have other Christian believers in your life that are helping to to fortify you, to guide you, to give you um, some good godly wisdom in times of, of trouble. I mean, that kind of thing. Who do you, who can you rely on to give you good Christian um, support and advice in your life? Do you have that? Have you, if you don't, like you need to prioritize that. You need to find time to, to get around other people um, that, that are going to help make you better in your faith. And then lastly, serving. <clears throat> are you serving? And uh, you know, the percentages say probably not <laughs> because if you go to any church, there's kind of the, is, is definitely the Pareto principle in, in, in real life, the 80, 20, 20% of the people are doing 80% of the work and actually church wise, I'm going to call this the Caleb principle. Uh, it's probably 90, 10, 10% of the people are doing 90% of the work because there's just in, in the American church. And again, I'm, I'm going to not go, I'm, I'm committing now not to, to harp on this too much. The American church is a consumerism culture. Yeah. It is. It's we are here to consume. We're here to, you know, entertain me. I want all the lights and the smoke and the the, the flashy preaching and the flashy music. And I want good donuts and good coffee. And then I'm gonna go home. And then, you know, as soon as you do something I don't like, I'm gonna complain about it and go to the other church down the road that's doing that better. Yeah. Um, that's not what we we should be uh, serving we should be serving in our church it's not it's not for us to consume it's for us to serve yeah and i'll say uh <clears throat> caleb nor i have any issue with all the lights the music no <laughs> the smoke all things are great you know what and i want good coffee and donuts too yeah um so that's you know don't just focus on that and it's like oh man he's just got some issue with us being modern or or anything no man all those things are phenomenal and, yeah. and great and <clears throat> You know, we we love them all, but like you still, you gotta have commitment. It's not here for, um, you're not just here um, to spectate. <clears throat> you're here to to be involved. And you know, I'd agree with Caleb. I mean, you're talking. Um, it's more of a ninety ten principle in churches anymore. And I know from uh, <clears throat> from a giving standpoint, you know, when you look at most churches, you're looking at maybe twelve percent 
who are financial contributors to what takes place. Um, the rest consume. Um, and you're talking 12% that, that give anything, not that they're, you know, there's another 12% somewhere else that's just making a little bit um, of contribution. No, even in the financial. People just, they don't give, they don't contribute. They sit around and complain. The, the moment something's not their way, rather than trying to help make it different or better, they bail. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, and then at the same time, you know, say, oh, man, I'm a, I'm a Christian. This is a priority to me. Is it? What's a priority to you? It sounds like self-indulgence and, and being self-centered is the priority to you. Um, because I can tell you, um, I've been a part of this church for 11 years. How long have you been here? No, about the same time, yeah. I think. Um, if you think that we haven't been pissed off at leadership oh, <laughs> and yeah. people we attend with. Um, All the time. Um, and, and everyone else you interact with and had plenty of opportunities to leave. Um, well, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. If, <laughs> if, if I was the 20-year-old version, 20 year old version of myself, I would I would have left. Yeah. long time ago. Yeah. I, um, I still wrestle with leaving all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but you know, and that and that is, um, I mean, I'll tell you that because somebody who's been, you know, it's not because I'm 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 church hopping. It's just because of movement, you know, life moving us different places um, uh, for school and whatnot. Uh, I've been I've been a part of one, two, three, four. Five, six, six churches, I think now, um, for for extended periods of time. If you think that uh, you're going to get angry here or at whatever church you're at, and then go somewhere else, and, and it'll be much better. Like now, again, it, with the exception being like you know, straight up like heresy or you know, the the, the pastors yeah. doing something. You know, you take a deep dive in theology and you decide to line up with you right, know, right. your thought process to. And that's to some degree. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, on the essentials, you know, yeah. you know, I, I mean, Pastor Rick and I, we, we differ on, on different, you know, non-essential things, but you know, we we agree on the essentials that you know that Jesus Christ is is the one and only Son of God, you know, who came and died. I mean, all the the essentials of Christianity. Yeah. And that the scene stone was legit. <laughs> yeah, that's joke. Right. But it I mean, we. Uh, I mean, and there's. I mean, Aaron and I, I'm sure we disagree on, on something. I'm sure there is theological, but uh, it, but the idea that you're going to go somewhere else and it's it's going to be perfect, like I can tell you from experience, you're not. The only difference is is it's that you just if uh, you stay at any church long enough, you're gonna you're gonna find things you don't like, and um, that's a, that's a you issue. You have to become spiritually mature and and just emotionally mature enough to realize that hey, anywhere that there's people we're eventually going to run into things we don't like about each other yeah. because people are different and we all have our own priorities and we all have our own uh, drives and um, we're all kind of looking out for ourselves in some regard um, in the church as well and that's just going to happen. And so you have to grow up and be mature and realize that people are different and we're going to have disagreements and I'm not going to run away every time somebody hurts my feelings. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, when it comes to serving... Um, you know, the, I get like Aaron said. I'll, I'll echo that. I'm not against you know the music. I'm I'm the music director here. My job is to make the music, you know, as good as it can be and yeah. sound great. And um, you know, yeah, I'm a big fan of of the lights and stuff. When we had we had the men's conference awaken. We we bring in a bunch of extra lights that we don't usually use, and it looks awesome. Yeah. And I wish we had that every Sunday. Um, but it's not. But if if that's the pure focus of what you're doing, then you're wrong. You know, if you're coming for a show, this isn't a concert. It's not a show. It's not for entertainment. This is this is like it, this should be the center, the cornerstone of your worldview and your, your faith. And it, if you don't believe that, 
then you're here for just the show, then then that's a problem. And and so all these things are 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 not to hear to you know the music and the lights and all this are not to to you know again serve to entertain us. It's to to help. Um, you know, fortify us in our faith and, and to teach us and to, to bring other people into the church who maybe aren't experienced with, you know, church. So we make it more appealing to those people to come in and say, look, we're not, you know, in here biting the heads off chickens. You know, we, we play music like normal people and we, you know, and we have interesting uh, messages and sermons. But um, if you're a member of a church, you should be serving in some capacity or another. You know, that's the, the last thing Jesus did for his disciples was serve he washed their feet and he says you know just as the son of man has come to serve so should you also and that's i mean that's the last lesson in our pursuing freedom program that we have here is that you need to go find a place to serve serving others makes you think less of yourself and helps to you know further the kingdom of god and that's what we're here for ultimately and so if you are not plugged in somewhere uh, because well i don't have time well, that's because you don't make the time. Yeah. You know, you need to make time to serve. You need to find a place. I'm not saying you need to be at church every day of the week, uh, but find something to do. There's something to do, and you can find it uh, if you make it a priority. So that's that's the main ones that I would say in faith is attending church, you know, spiritual habits, uh, you know, Christian relationships, and then finding a place to serve. Anything you want to add on that before we move on to the next one? No, I think it's good. So I think, so, so our first major rock that we put in the jar is our faith the second one should be our family right so for for if a man cannot manage his own household how can he take care of god's church that's first timothy 3 5 yeah and you know so paul uh, wrote this to timothy um and it's uh it's in the context of 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 leadership in the church and and the reason i put it there is because a lot of times um people again um will become overly focused on things and you can do that to a damaging degree with faith um mm-hmm. and so i think this this verse just speaks to the balance like i mean i, I know not a balance but uh, just uh, making sure that we we do have priorities in life right. family should be one of them um and i see it's been a struggle for me personally as somebody who's a leader in the church that i'll, I'll invest a ton of time in this these are all good things right for good causes um, but God's word reminds me that my family um, is important too. Um, my who God has entrusted me with should be cared for, um, and it's a reflection of the first too. I mean, God uh, God created family like it's by His design, um, and if if we fail in this one, then then we're failing in the things of God. And so this verse to me is just a reminder of that. Yeah, you know. I'll, I'll... <clears throat> Piggyback off that, I, I knew a guy. Um, we, Jill and I, kind of helped. Um, they had planted a church, and we were trying to help them kind of grow it. And um, this guy was um, the decisions he was making and the time he was spending on this thing, on this trying to plant this church, um, was really doing a lot of damage to his marriage. And we were just like, dude, you know, like you're saying, you know, marriage is it's a covenant we make before God. That's something, you know, it's not a it's not a, um, you know, contract. It's not a. It's not a government entity that we're doing here. This is a or deal that we're doing. This is we, we consider it a very spiritual um, covenant. You know, we have our vows that we make before God. We that's the reason we do it in church. Um, God's not going to call you together 
as a husband and a wife just to pull you apart serving his ministry and if if that's what you're doing that you're damaging your family because well but you, you know you think you're doing it for a noble reason like, well it's because i'm at church um you know serve i'm serving god so it's okay no it's not you gotta have you know there again there's priorities there's uh, and you gotta have the right amount of uh, emphasis on each one um and, and just hiding behind the idea of, well, it's because I'm serving. Like, that's not, that's not what God calls you to, to, God calls you to serve. He doesn't call you, call you to destroy your family to serve. Not like that. I mean, um, you know, now if there's, obviously, like, if you're, you know, wife's like, you know, if you got married to, like, somebody who's, like, atheist, she's like, why are you spending all your time at that, you know, crazy <laughs> church place? I mean, <laughs> you shouldn't be unequally yoked, and that's, that's part of you doing the due diligence before you get married, but, um, uh, yeah, like you know, God doesn't call you. Like I said, He doesn't. He doesn't call you uh, together as a couple that you make a commitment to stay together. Then He calls you over here to, to destroy that. So uh, don't don't hide behind. You know, make sure you have that balance. There's nothing wrong with saying the word balance between these things. You know, yeah. but there's uh, like I said, it's a matter of priority. What's most important, and and you can have a balance in your priorities. Um, so family. Uh, what we need to do is number one be present okay and be present means um, giving attention right and so this is something I've my kids are starting to get me on is they're talking or um, it, it seems like something that you know we'll be sitting around watching a, a TV show or a movie and that doesn't seem like that's an interactive thing but my kids have started to to call me out and, and my wife on uh, if you're on your phone while we're watching a, a TV show or movie, they're like, are you even watching this? <laughs> and, and, you know, and it seems silly, but um, th that matters to them, obviously, you know, and it does matter. Like, if you're not, if you're not present when you're spending time together, whether it's watching a movie or, you know, fishing or whatever, or, you know, you, my... What a, uh, my nine-year-old, you know, go out, Dad, watch me do this. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching, you know, and you're staring at your yeah. phone. They know, and they know that, that you're not present. And so being present um, is, is part of being together and spending time together, even though even though the thing you're doing may seem, you know, it may be dumb to you, but it's not dumb to your kids, or it may seem like it's not an interactive thing. Like, I don't need to be staring at the screen with you. <laughs> the TV screen is like, I, I have to stare at the TV screen, but not this little screen in front of me. Like, that matters. It does matter, and it does matter to your kids. And so, being present matters. Yeah, you know, it's funny on that one. After uh, you know, five years, of my wife uh, harping on me about it, I finally have relented. Um, and so now I, I place my phone in in the bedroom. Um, and this goes back to even that first Timothy for me, because a lot of times, you know, my big thing is like, you know, what if I get a, a church call, um, and one of maybe one of you listening to, to right now, you know. Or might try to reach out to me at nine o'clock at night when I'm watching a movie with my family, and I'll miss that opportunity to minister. And um, or, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was at least what I told myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, it's just kind of it, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. It continued to be a big deal. Um, and you know, finally relented. It's like you know what? All right, I'll go. I will go place this in another room for this period of time as we watch a show. To me, it, and it's. Still seems silly. Again, what what's it matter what screen I'm looking at? But yeah. apparently it does. <laughs> well, you know the funny thing. I'm 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 even more hypocritical than you. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll be honest. Um, like it drives me nuts. Like if the, after the kids go to bed, 
and Jill and I are sitting there watching something, and she's real, she's real bad about it also, and um, she listens, and so she'll we'll have a discussion, I'm sure after this, <laughs> and it, it would drive me nuts. But, you know, it's like, hey, we'll finally have some time together. Most of our time together is just you know we've got an hour of yeah. quiet, so let's watch a show that we can watch without the kids, and um, you know, and yeah, she's over there flipping through her phone. I'm like, what are you doing? But now, you know, I do the exact same thing, like, with my kids. Yeah. Um, and, and here lately, <laughs> you know, and I was pretty good at, you know, when, you, when you're wanting to point out something else somebody's doing is wrong, you're pretty good about not doing it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, I've even I've noticed here lately, and that's why this made the list, is that I, I've, I'm falling back into it where I'm, I'm really, you know, it's like I'm having to pick up my phone and check. Yeah. Stupid notifications, whatever Twitter or whatever. It's like, why do you? Usually, that's just crap. Anyway, it's like, yeah. why am I? Oh, so making... the only thing I can do is put it in the other room. Yeah, and I still find myself because it's just you become so brainwashed to yeah. it that like I'm reaching at the side table. Yeah, it's not there. They have a. If it was there, you know what? I'd, I'd fail because I would. I just instinctively, you just pick it up, and it's like, what are you doing? I don't even know. I don't, yeah. I don't know. So I, there's a thing, and you need to get. I'm, I'll tell Janelle. I'll send it to her. And she didn't need it. No, it's a, it's a, she'll use it for you. It's a, it's a it's a I just saw it. It's a lockbox for your phone that you put a timer on, and there's absolutely zero way to override it until the time is up. Now you can still answer calls. Like so, if you get there's like some sort of thing on the back where if it if it you get a call, you can answer it. Like so, if you do have an emergency call, you can still answer, but you can't you can't access your phone for like whatever amount of time you put on the timer. Yeah, Aaron's out there with like a hammer. He's like, breaking it. It sounds like everything came from hell. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, this is really an intervention for you, Aaron. Well, here's (laughs) here's one of my uh, things I do too, and it's uh, I consume information. Yeah, Um, and um, so if we're watching something, this is what bothers me. This is what one of my my things. It's not so much Facebook. It's um, I'm looking at actor bios. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I hear something in there and I need to fact check it. Right. Um, and then I'm down some freaking rabbit hole. (laughs) And so everybody's watching a movie and they said some, um, obscure bit of information that I'm now researching. Yeah. And, uh, so my wife's like, you're over there on Facebook. No, no, (laughs) actually I'm over here. finding out what movie (laughs) this guy was in and seeing if I can trace it back to Kevin. Or yeah, (laughs) it'll be, uh. I do this a lot too. Somebody will uh, say something, and uh, they're playing an American actor or something. I don't know who they are, but I'm like, oh, they said that wrong. They're foreign. I bet they're foreign. And I gotta look it up. I'm like, I knew it. They're from Scotland, honey. Did you know? Did you know they're from Scotland? She's using an American she's like, accent. She's like, I don't care. I don't yeah. care at all. Like, just watch the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah, I do. I will do that also. But oh. to be honest, you know, that is like. Five percent of the actual scrolling. It's probably but, more than more of mine. It's yeah. it's the majority. We watched Pele the other day. Oh yeah. And uh, like I'm just and to you know me like this now. is what I would do is and I do this all the time. We watch a movie about somebody rather than engage in the movie. I end up reading a biography about it. Right. Through the duration of the yeah. movie. Yeah. No, I've done that too. Where yeah, I'm like, that well, that that event actually didn't happen. Yeah. Um, I gotta like but, verify the whole yes. thing. Yeah. yeah it's, I've done that. My wife loves it too. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm not favorite. listening to you. <laughs> anyway, so 
Be present. So if that means putting your phone in another room, put it in another room. If it means getting a lockbox because you can't control yourself, get a lockbox. Do what you need to do to break that habit. I mean, and you know, we there is plenty of evidence that does show that you know social media addiction and phone addiction, those things are becoming things um, that we are struggling with as a society. So you may need to do that. Yeah, kind if of you've stuff. ever watched the live feed of our podcast, you'll notice that. Oh yes. Um, I I message that is talk, yeah that is feedback I get quite yeah. quite often. Yeah. So. Aaron's disengaged. Yeah. Why is he such a piece of crap? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Caleb's gonna show up next week with a lock box. I am. Gonna... I'll put it right here yeah. on the table. <laughs> put it in the box, Aaron. You can have it when we're done. Um. Yeah. So so be present. You know, uh, whatever moment you're in, be there. Right. And uh, actually, and I will tease next week's episode. Uh, we're gonna talk about that in more uh, more detail as far as being mindful of the moment that you're in. Um, and uh, so, so you don't want to miss that. So, uh, next thing, family-wise, attend activities. You know, like actually being there. So, the reason this made the list, and I, you know, I grew up. Uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. We grew up in, you know, we grew up in the same town and this ghetto, <laughs> not ghetto. I don't know, trash. Yeah. What you don't call both it of those words are pretty people. accurate. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of trashy. I grew up in a trailer park, you know. I you know, spent my summers in that same trailer park. Yeah, it's, you know, obviously you're growing up in a trailer park. You don't have a lot. And my parents worked really hard. My grandma um, finally moved out when they condemned it. Yeah, that's, well, that's good. Sometimes it takes just that one little push, like being condemned, <laughs> to get people to do things. But, um, you know, we didn't have a lot. Uh, my parents worked really hard. Um, my dad worked two jobs. His worked two jobs probably the majority of his life. Um and I can tell you, though, that my parents hardly ever missed anything that we ever did. And there's four of us. And, you know, my brother and I are fairly close in age. And my sister and my, my two younger sisters are close in age. And there's about a five-year difference. But so if, as a parent, if you – when you get kids that are up into the 8, 9, 10 plus up till, till high school age, you know what it's like doing extracurriculars and that yeah. th that stuff can fill your schedule really fast and yet somehow my parents always made made the things that we did and uh nothing you know m meant more to us as kids to, to look up in the stands you know and see mom and dad are always there mom you, that you want to talk about something that tells your kids you care about them um you're there for them you support them um, is, is showing up is showing up to their their stuff and I you know and I say that because I've been to right now um, we have one of our sons and you know different activities and and I know um, his friends are, are there and you know I'm like I haven't ever seen his his parents at any of these things and it's like and I get you know some of that stuff you know if it happens to you know if your kids and your kids attract so track meets, you know, last all yeah. day. They're terrible. Those, they're awful things, yeah. Well, my son's in robotics, and those things last all day. And, you know, it's like they have they have one little event every yeah. little while. And, and so you're just sitting around doing nothing forever. And um, so so some of that stuff is kind of worse than that is uh, my, my oldest son, you know, his thing is cross country. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. It's, it's all day. And literally you watch somebody take off and come back 20 minutes later. Yeah. Dad, are you gonna come watch my meet? Hey, be yes. happy that it's only twenty minutes. Yeah. Talk to talk to Jill. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes to the triathlons. It's like, I disappear and then it's like three hours later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Finish. Well, but she's got time to go shopping, do other yeah. things then, you know. Yeah. I'm stuck there because it's only twenty minutes. I wish you'd go run away for three hours and I can go <laughs> get something to eat. <laughs> 
so so yeah so attending activities finding time again you know i get work activities sometimes there's you know uh, my kids do jazz band now and um, some of those contests and stuff happen during the day and i even have a pretty flexible schedule and there's just sometimes i can't make those things i'm not saying you have to be a hundred percent of things but making a making it a priority in your family let your family know they're a priority um yeah it reminds me of that song uh cats in the cradle yes yeah yeah Harry Chapman. Yeah, man. I mean, you talk about a song that um, every time I hear it, man, it challenges me yeah. as a dad. It's like I don't want to be this piece of crap. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, um, on a serious note, too, um, you know, somebody I worked with kids for a long time before stepping into recovery ministry. That's what I did, and you would see um, families that that looked really great on the outside. Mom, dad, married, they look happy. They're they're well off beautiful kids all of that and the uh when you're sitting praying with the children um this type of thing wounds them so much and it it became just this thing of parents that are married and together but they're absent um and it's like it's like an absent father it's like a divorced household that you see here um and i think it's equally as damaging in a lot of ways um but um, they just, they wouldn't engage. They go work, you know, 70, 80 hours a week. They're not showing up to events. Um, their priorities are all out of whack. It's, you know, all about financial gain at the expense of faith and family. And these kids hurting. They're hurting. Um, and they, they wonder why their, their parents don't love them and don't want them and, and all of these things. And it's like, this shouldn't be taking place in a family that's together. These, this should not be wounds that are present, but they are. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Man, so you're again putting first things first. Make sure you make that make time with your family a priority. Yeah, well, you know, uh, especially with dads, that's the thing. You know, because men can be so achievement focused. Yeah. Well, I'm you know, and providing focus. Oh, I've got to provide. I'm going to provide and provide. I'm going to work myself to death. You know, and then you get home. You're like, I'm tired. I you know, I, I just worked 20 hours for you, and I'm not. You yeah. know, I'm. I get. I should have be able to sit. And it's like, whoa, didn't. didn't you need to change priorities. You know, yeah. it's like it's all well and good to make all this money for your family when you're not going to have a family left. Yeah. You know, because your kids don't care if you can buy them, you know, all the stuff. They they care when they're opening it, but at the end of the day, if you don't have a relationship with them and they don't feel like you you care, then um, you know, they, by the time they become grown up, you're they're not going to care. You know, and that's. Yeah, I, I was a complete opposite. My parents couldn't buy me a lot of stuff, but I absolutely knew they cared, you yeah. know, because they, they showed up, you know, and they were present and um, they attended those things. Well, I had a conversation um, before kind of making career changes and coming into the church with uh, like Andrew. And, you know, he experienced me building a business and, you know, I where I did, I put 78 hours a week in there. The sad thing is, and this was before I was married, um, you know, I always had lots of money in the bank. Um, I could afford lots of things. I didn't have time to spend it. Um, I would I would give my sister money sometimes to take my kids places. She'd be going somewhere. You can come with us. No, I'm busy. Here's some money. Like to yeah. take my kid with you. Um, how sad is that? Um, and I remember talking to him. He's like, hey, I, I can do this, but this if I go this direction, you know, which is the direction I feel like I should go. I didn't tell him that. It's like that we just had a conversation about if I make this career change. Um, we're gonna be more broke. You're <laughs> gonna be less stuff. I hope you're okay with that. And I mean, he was hands down like, yeah, like do it. Yeah, I would. I would rather you be um, available. Yeah, so. yeah. 
So uh, that's something we, I mean, I know as a family for us, I mean, you know, we, we prioritize making sure that we um, show up to, to everything. We always have at least a parent at, at something, almost mm -hmm. always. Um, so, you know, one last thing about this too um, is, uh, you know, we, Janelle and I, we have six kids, which that's a lot. Um, and, you know, we, we guard our family time as a whole together too, because we could very easily have six kids in things constantly and never be able to have any type of downtime. And mm -hmm. so we, we force a balance to all of that, <clears throat> making sure that, um, again, the family comes together, you know, that the word is not consumed with their activities and that as a whole, all eight of us have time that we sit together and prioritize each other. And I think that's important, too, because, I mean, we wear, in this culture, we wear busyness as a badge of honor. Um, and, you know, little little Timmy's baseball consumes these six months and mm -hmm. little Susan's whatever she's doing, you know, consumes these other six months. And um, just know during this season, you know, nothing else matters but this. Well, it's not healthy either no. for the other people. So yeah, it's almost like that's my next point, making time to be together. I thought you already um, touched on that no, one. We haven't I thought we were going to transition. No. Oh. I was about to talk about that. But no. I, want, I do want to go on uh, actually on that last thing on attending activities. I want to, I just want to reiterate the point. I'm not here to guilt you. It's like you can't make every single one of your kids stuff. Like I get that. I'm not saying you need to make everything. You need to make as much of it as you can, though. You need to make that as much of a priority as you can. That's that's the point I'm trying to get across. So don't send us angry emails. Well, you don't understand. I got it. You know, it's like I, stuff happens. I get it. You're I not dare gonna... you to send me an angry email. <laughs> Nobody has taken us up. On that. But, so just um... avoid it. <laughs> Info at cedarpoint.church. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, so just make it a priority. Do your best to make most of the, as, as much things as you can. Um, you know, and that also, you know, it's not just limited to your kids. You know, if your spouse or whatever, they're, you know, getting recognized at work or some, you know, some sort of something or other to be there to support them for what they do. Yeah. You know, if, you're, if your wife is uh, running, you know, getting into running 5Ks, show up to her race. Don't yeah. be like, well, I'm just going to watch you run off into the woods and then not see you for 30 minutes. Like, no be there yeah. you know my wife i'm not allowed to do a race my wife can't come to like i can't do a triathlon i'm like hey look there's this race looks really fun she's like well i can't be there so you can't do that i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> uh but that's what she wants to do she wants to be there to support me and i you know and nothing tells me she loves me more than like i said sitting out in the, the heat while i disappear for three hours and then come back and she gets to see me all of like 20 minutes you know i mean like it's a really crappy deal for her. i feel bad for her um doing that but she wants to do it i'm not forcing her so um but nothing lets me know she cares more than that uh so and then the last thing like aaron already talked about is to make time to get to make time to be together and that is what aaron's talking about you know um definitely with kids uh the the kid sports stuff has gotten crazy yeah. and you know why it's gotten crazy is because parents have let it yeah. you know it's not well you know they're scheduled practice on you know sunday during church and you know and all of our games happen on all these days you know it's like that's stop showing up you know like yeah. if, if, if all the parents that do that stuff who are you know kind of burn out on it like uh if you all if we would all say we're not going to do that then then they wouldn't do it now unfortunately there's not ever going to be enough parents to to say no to that and it's going to just keep happening but it, it's gotten that way because we allow it to get that way because we said no i'm not going to do that i'm not going to um i'm not going to do that i'm not going to show up you know we had this happen one guy he uh we i coach soccer and he just happens to be the head of the soccer club and he just 
randomly decides to reschedule games on us. And he scheduled a game on Mother's Day, like <laughs> on a Sunday, you know, Mother's Day. And it was like, no, yeah. that's not one. You didn't ask me like when it's but two, like now it's Mother's Day. I'm like not playing soccer yeah. on Mother's Day. Um, you know, I mean, that's kind of, but that's what you got to do. You're just like, no, we're not going to do that. And if, if enough people stop doing those, those kinds of things, then that stuff stops happening. But like I said, unfortunately, we can't do that. So you have to be intentional about making time together. You don't have to have your kid in all the things and all the stuff. And so it consumes every waking moment of time. Um, and, you know, and that's not to say you can't have them do some things, but Throughout all that stuff, you got to find time to say, "Hey, we're going to spend some time. We're going to go. We're going to go on a vacation. We're going to put all this stuff aside. We're going to go go on a vacation. Maybe it's a just camping or whatever. Or, you know, we're going to just go on a hike or we're going to, you know, Friday night it's game night. You got to put it on the calendar. You have to have. You got to prioritize time together as a family in some <clears> way or, or another. So, because um, uh, if you don't, it's not going to just organically happen. You know, you're not just going to fall into like an hour or two of like family time. Oh, well, I guess we don't have anything <laughs> else to do. So I guess we can spend time with each other. Like make it a, make it a priority, you know, figure out what to do. Um, like I said, make it a, a regular thing. Friday night's game night. We're not going to schedule things over that unless we absolutely have to. You know, this is reserved time for us. Anything else you want to add on that? No, it's other good. than what you already did before. No, we we're gonna to go it. back and listen to this later, and I'm gonna I'm gonna report it. He he said something about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last thing, and uh, I'll hit it quick because we're going longer than than we, we prefer, uh, and nobody wants to talk about this anyway. The, the the last the last big big rock I think you should put in your jar first is your health. Yeah. Um, Thanks for joining us today. On yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was like yeah, I'm out. Um, and this is something we always say in healthcare is that you know if you don't find time to improve your health, you're going to be forced to make time to be sick. Right. So wanting to go to church and spend time with your church friends and being time being uh, being there for your family and spending time with your kids and doing things with your kids. Uh, that's all well and good. If you're sick, broke down, or you know unable to participate because your health sucks, um, you, you're going to miss out on all that thing, all that stuff. And this is people always, well, I don't know how you find time to train for triathlons because it's a priority. That's why. Because, and Jill can verify this. There's many a time where it's like, hey, we, you know, she wants to do this or that, or can I go to the store? Can we do this or can we, you know, I'm like, no. I mean, it, and it'll be something that's not as high of a priority to me and it'll you know I'm like no I'm riding my bike like that's and that sounds like a jerk thing but it's not that's me you know prioritizing my health so um, I mean it is something I enjoy but it's also important that you know at the age of uh, what am I about to turn 42 um, I still want I want to be I want to be playing with my grandkids you know I don't want to just play with my kids and be active with them when they want to go out and shoot basketball I want to I want to go out and shoot basketball with my uh, my grandkids someday. You know, I want it to to be able to move. I want to not grunt when I'm putting on my clothes in the morning. <laughs> I, you know, it's one of the things in the, the locker room at the rec center, these old guys, which kudos to them for being out there, but they've gotten, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, now that they're getting older or they've gotten old, that they're like, oh, I should do something about my health. It's like, well, you should have done that about 30 years ago. Yeah. And they're trying to get dressed. It's like, ugh, <laughs> ugh, ugh. I'm like, are you okay over there? Like, um, 
Prioritize your health. You have to put it on your calendar. And this is why this stuff doesn't happen. It's like, well, I just don't have time to work out. No, you don't make time to work no. out. You know, you, you don't find time to do it. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, <clears throat> and this is uh, this is hard for me. I've never, uh, I was naturally athletically built as a kid. But, you know, I, I didn't go to the gym as a teen. Um, and, like, really pursue fitness or as a young adult, you know, or any of that. And, uh... So then, you know, now in my 30s, um, forcing myself, like I have to force myself to make this a priority. I had to find, um, thank goodness I found at least one thing that's fitness related that um, I actually have a real interest in. Um, but the other aspects of it are, are forced. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's, it's no fun. Um, you know, my wife and I, we started going to the gym now. Um, and... You know, again, I gotta gotta make it myself, and I just have to relent to do it. There's there's nothing about me or about my day that's like, you know, it'd be really great to do today. Go spend an hour and a half at the gym. That just seems like a lot of fun. No, <laughs> no. Actually, when we're done recording here, that's what my wife and I are gonna take our lunch break, and rather than you know go, you know, eat something that's unhealthy, we'll go exercise a little bit. I would much rather have a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Well, that's you know, and that's the thing. Yeah, it's like oh, we have to. Oh, we have to. You know, I'm not always motivated to do it. Like, there's a lot of that. I'm like at the track to run. I'm like, oh gosh, I. You know, it would be so easy to just get back in the car. And but you know, it's again, it's focusing on those long-term gains and the benefits. It's like okay, you know, what do I want to accomplish with my life? Like, going home and sitting down and not doing this doesn't help me achieve those goals. But like you're talking about, one, um, being healthy doesn't mean you have to go to the gym doesn't mean you have to do crossfit it doesn't mean you have to you know spend an hour on the stairmaster do something you enjoy that's physically i find something you enjoy there's plenty of things that are you know require physical activity um, that are out there that you can find something you, you enjoy most of the time and i mean there's gonna be those days you don't want to do it i mean everybody has those days some of us more more often than others but just find something you enjoy and then like Aaron's talking about I mean you know him him and Janelle are going to go and incorporate your family that that would help you cover point number two you know take your kids for walks take your kids for bike rides um you know go outside and play basketball with the kids or soccer or or whatever sports you want to do find a way to incorporate make it a family thing you know our kids um we've gotten into uh we we obviously live the the endurance lifestyle um my my boys have done a 5k you know they they trained and did a 5k uh, the Tulsa Zoo run um with their mom last year and actually they're they didn't train at all and they're gonna do it this this next weekend I think so they're gonna do a lot of walking it's gonna be a 5k <laughs> walk but but they've actually you know and since you know making them do that they've actually asked like hey is there you know they wanted to do the triathlon with me once uh and we're still trying to figure out how to make that one work because not a lot for kids their age but um you know that's something they, they've started to take an interest in you know it's, so it's something we we can do as a family i know um uh jonathan the guy that comes comes yeah. here and serves a lot him and his family will go do uh trail runs they love to do trail runs and the pictures they post are always funny because jonathan you know he enjoys them and their family I think enjoy them, but the kids, the pictures of the kids that's towards the end of the race, they're all just like mouths open, just like, <laughs> they're about to die. And uh, but then you know he's like, oh, they, you know, but then they have a picture of them holding their medal, you know, yeah. and they're just you know ear to ear grin. So um, they they love that part of it, but it's it's always funny to see his family pictures of them doing trail runs. Um, 
but they do it all together. And so yeah. it's, it's quality family time. It helps your health. Uh, so, but it has to be something you prioritize. It has to be something that takes precedent over a lot of the things that we think are really important to us, like watching TV. Um, my mom's always like, hey, have you seen this show? I'm like, no, mom, I don't, I don't, I don't have time for that because I'm at the track or the gym or whatever. Because working out and trying to maintain health is way more important to me than watching TV. Well, most times. <laughs> there are days when the TV wins, um, but it's fewer fewer days than, than, than the other way around. So um, you have to, you have to, you don't find time for that. Well, that's because that's, that's people always say that. Well, I just can't find time. You don't find time, you make time. And it has to be a priority. Um, so when you, like I said, when you get older, you, you have your health and you're not the guy in the, the, the locker room grunting to get his socks on. Because, you know, now at the age of 70, he's decided to do something about his health. Now is the time. It's just like the, the, with the Chinese proverb, the best uh, time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. Yeah. So that's, that's my, my parting gift for you there. Um, well, hopefully you guys are encouraged. Again, put first things first. Uh, make an investment in priorities. And, uh, man, just get your life in order. It's so important, again, just to, um, to know what to place first um, and ordering things in your life again to to make them fit uh, don't don't let don't let things be an afterthought um, anytime we go through life that way it is I mean it's, it's chaotic um, it's, it's detrimental it, it rarely functions the way we'd like but we're grateful for you guys thanks for just sticking with us um, through today's episode and um, through uh, the past year um, as Caleb mentioned Almost, earlier yeah. we're, we're coming up on on one year so of uh, consistency and faithfulness, um, bringing you just exciting, exciting the most material, high quality content, yeah. and informative um, uh, insights. Yeah, this is actually many of you don't know this. This is the fastest growing podcast here at Cedar Point it Church. Is. So, um, <laughs> and most consistent, and most consistent, the most consistent, fastest growing podcast. At Cedar Point Church, and so we're just we're grateful just to wear that badge of honor. That's right. We're um, the trailblazers, man. <laughs> we set the bar. We did. Um, I didn't say if we set it high or low, but yeah, we said it's it. there. It's there. There's a bar there now because of us. That's right. We made it better. Uh, but <laughs> we love you guys. Check us out on social media: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Again, um, all those places we just told you not to waste your life. Go waste it just a hair. Um, if you're gonna waste it, waste yeah, it on quality content. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. Uh, we, uh, we'll see you guys right back here next week.